Greetings from Asbury Park, New Jersey, and welcome to Sweat Equity. On Friday, I'll be flying to Italy for a two-week vacation. I'll be going to Florence, Cinque Terre, Tuscany, Siena, and Rome. And to make things just a little bit more interesting, I'll also be closing on my house on Friday morning. So we'll be closing on a house, and we'll be, then we'll be flying home, and then going directly to the airport to go to Italy, which sounds a little crazy, but tend to move down early, I got excited, and here we are. And what's life without a little bit of chaos? So this past week, I've spent a ton of time thinking about what I want to write about, what my goal is with writing, and how Sweat Equity will help me achieve that goal. And after hours of thinking and consulting with friends, here's what I finally came up with. I write about deconstructing holistic health and fitness. My goal is to help business builders live happier and healthier. And Sweat Equity is a newsletter sharing fitness fundamentals for business builders. So moving forward, my posts will be a little bit more health-focused, covering topics like sleep, nutrition, exercise, recovery, meditation, and more, and it'll be geared towards entrepreneurs and creators and whatnot. Um, I brainstormed a few posts and just want to run through a few of those. If anything sticks out at you, just let me know and I can prioritize that for future posts. How to strengthen your spiritual health with or without religion, how to improve your sleep without sleeping more hours, how to develop a growth mindset, how to build muscle without getting fat, how to start a journaling habit and actually stick with it, how to find and do work you love, how to lose weight and get fit while working insane hours, how to build strong relationships in a digital world, and how to set your personal finances on autopilot. So like I said, if there's any of these that jump out of you, just let me know. I'll prioritize them for the upcoming posts. Also want to send out a special thank you to Rachel, Brian, Nathan, Liam, and Herney for all your help and feedback this week. It might sound easy kind of like coming up with answers to those questions. Like, what do you write about? Like, what's your newsletter about? But it's freaking hard. And like coming up with that one liner took me so much time. And I couldn't have done it without these people. So thank you guys so much. Now let's get into this week's sweat equity. How to generate content ideas while working a nine to five job. Do you work a nine to five job and create content on the side? Doesn't it drive you insane when you have like a self-induced deadline for putting out a specific piece of content and you can't come up with any ideas? Well, there's a reason for that. Working a nine to five makes it really difficult to come up with content ideas. Why? Because answering emails, responding to pings, updating PowerPoint slides and answering client demands for eight plus hours straight isn't really conducive to creativity. So as a creative who works a nine to five job, I've been forced to build habits to stimulate creativity. These include prioritizing my sleep, going on long walks, eating real foods and not too much, curating the content I consume, scheduling time to consume content, collecting ideas that I find interesting and discussing those ideas with other creators. If you've been struggling to come up with content ideas as a W2er, let me save you some time and give you a play, give you my playbook for never coming out of content ideas. Number one, prioritize your sleep. It wasn't until I started getting more serious about creating content that I started to prioritize my sleep. I've kept a sporadic journal for the past few years and looking back on some of my entries, one of the most glaring facts is that on days I don't give enough sleep, my creativity faucet is literally clogged shut. I cannot come up with ideas if I do not get a good night's sleep. So six months ago, I bought an Aura Ring, a wearable device that tracks your sleep and readiness levels. Every day it gives you like a sleep and readiness score. And on days when my sleep and readiness scores are 80 plus, and that's a, a scale from zero to 100, 
my creativity and idea generation is off the charts. So prioritize your sleep. Number two, go for long walks. One of the most common traits among creatives is that they go on a lot of long walks. There's something about moving your body that gets those creative juices flowing. Morgan Housel, the author of Psychology of Money, one of my favorite books on finance, has mentioned that most of his ideas come from going on long walks throughout the day. I found the same. Rachel and I have recently started going on long walks early in the morning or evening, and we just leave our phones behind and just talk. And some of my greatest ideas come from those conversations. Number three, eat real foods, but not too much. Garbage in is garbage out. If you're eating a diet comprised of fast food, seed oils, and added sugars, it's going to hurt your ability to generate good ideas. Not saying that you can't, but it'll just be more difficult and you're making it more difficult on yourself. So if you're serious about creating high quality content, you have to get your diet in check. I really love CrossFit's diet recommendation, quote, eat meat and vegetables, nuts and seeds, some fruit, little starch, and no sugar, and keep intake levels to support keep intake to levels that will support exercise, but not body fat, end quote. If you want to be an idea generating machine, do as my high school soccer coach used to say and say, don't put, don't put chicken shit in a Ferrari. Number four, curate the content you consume. There's a lot of garbage content out there. If you're looking to come up with novel and interesting content ideas, your job is to curate your content diet. Curating your content diet involves identifying the content you want to create, and finding the creators who are best at creating the content that you want to create. For example, my goal is to share health and fitness advice. To achieve that goal, I follow health experts and entrepreneurs on Twitter and Instagram, subscribe to various health-focused newsletters, and listen to numerous health-related podcasts. In a recent interview, Derek Sivers, a famous musician, entrepreneur, and author, discusses how he manages his content diet. He doesn't read, listen to, or watch the news or pay attention to really any current events. Instead, he just reads books. He uses books as a natural filter for great ideas. Quote, when people would tell me to go check out this website or a Twitter thread, my thought is that if the idea is important, it'll make its way to a book, end quote. You probably don't need to go to that extreme for your content diet, but it's something to think about. Number five, schedule time to consume content. What gets scheduled gets done. Your idea engine only runs if you're regularly feeding it with fuel. But fueling your engine requires time. And as a nine to fiver, we don't have much of that. Over the past two years of creating content, I've noticed unless I deliberately plan time for reading or listening to podcasts, it's just not going to happen. So what I've been doing is compounding my content consumption with walking or working out or doing something else that I'm going to do regardless. The bottom line is that with a busy job, you have to make time to consume content. Get it on your schedule so it gets done. Number six, collect ideas you find interesting. The best ideas are the ones that get written down. There's nothing worse than coming up with a great idea and then forgetting to write it down and then trying to find it and figure out what it was later. So as a creator, it's your job to always have a way to collect ideas. It doesn't matter where you collect those ideas, but that you are in fact collecting them. My ideas are spread across like five different apps. Like I have Apple Notes, Google Docs. I still have some stuff in Substack, even though I just switched to Beehive. Some things are in Beehive. I have some stuff in Obsidian. I have some things in Notion. So there's stuff everywhere, but at least I have all of them written down. Number seven, discuss your ideas with other creators. Great ideas often come from talking about other ideas. So you need to prioritize time spent riffing on ideas with your friends or other creators. You'll find it's a great way to test your thoughts while getting your gears turning to come up with new ideas. The best content creators have a tribe of creators they bounce ideas off of. 
identify your tribe, and then schedule time to collaborate with them. By doing these seven things, I've been able to consistently come up with content ideals while working a nine to five job. At times, it's not easy. You have to work late, which affects your sleep. You don't have time to make your lunch, so you have to order, order out and then the food is not as great. Or you don't have time to go on a long walk during the day, so you don't have the space to think of new ideas. The bottom line is that if you develop habits, you have to develop the right habits and build the right systems in order to come up with the good ideas. Your job shouldn't interfere with your ability to come up with good ideas as long as you have the right habits and systems in place. That's all for today. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.